0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: A new week, and we're talking about what else but quarterbacks, free agents, and trades. Aaron Rodgers, Brandon Scherf, Jimmy Garoppolo, and more on this episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast.
2: You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome in, Commanders fans to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms and we thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am David Harrison covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated Fan Nation and my co-host Chris Russell, The Rooster. One half of the Russell and Mether show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time or any time, along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at harrison 82 at WrestleMania 621, and at LO Commanders. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Getting started this week, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who Chris is supposedly close to a decision about his future with the Green Bay Packers.
1: Yeah, supposedly close. Uh, what does that mean? I, does that mean a Monday? Does that mean Wednesday? I think it means that he's on Aaron Rodgers' time, right? He said he would make a quick decision. We're now at the end of February into March. The Combine is here, David. And as of this recording, he has not made a decision. So, so much for a quick decision. Uh, I I mean, the Packers have been eliminated for a month now uh, or or thereabouts. So, I mean, whatever that all tells us, um, I guess we'll get it at some point this week. I don't know where you're leaning. I'm leaning that he wants out of Green Bay and he wants greener pastures, if that makes sense, or, or maybe more. Orange pastures, I don't know, in Denver or somebody like that. I don't think he wants to go back to Green Bay. I think he realizes he's pretty
0: much screwed in Green Bay if he stays. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting situation because when you're when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, right? The Green Bay Packers, I mean, they they've been to the playoffs, they've been to the NFC Championship game, they've been so close to getting back to Super Bowl, which is obviously what Aaron wants to do is get to the big game and then win another championship for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I mean, he's he's considered one of the best quarterbacks of his generation of this era of football, but he's not really in the topic. When you hear people talk about the greatest ever, he's he's not really in that conversation. And and honestly, Locked On Packers host Peter Bukowski actually, after this last run in the playoffs, said that Aaron Rodgers will never be back in that greatest of all time conversation after the way that the season ended. Uh, and that's you know that's his opinion, his analysis of of the play and of the quarterback. And it's unfortunate because he really should be a guy that could be in a better situation to potentially have those conversations. And you go back to that first round pick of Jordan Love, uh, the quarterback, you know, and and that pick just kind of continues to trickle on down and echo through time and bite the Packers in the butt. Uh, Last year when they made it to the NFC Championship game, a lot of people kind of looked at it and said, see, look, it didn't matter that they spent a first round pick on Jordan Love because they still got to the NFC Championship game where guys like me say it mattered even more that you spent a first round pick on Jordan Love because you could have had a first round talent in the NFC Championship game, playing with your quarterback, with your team, and potentially have a chance to beat the Buccaneers, go to the Super Bowl, and then obviously this year that player is one more year uh, mature, and, and instead that year's first-round draft pick, standing on the sideline, watching the game, not contributing uh, at all to what's happening on the field. And when you look at Aaron Rodgers' situation, Chris, I mean with the cap situation the Packers have, and the cap is fluid, it's fugazi, it's fake, it's, it's pixie dust and all those things, and I'm, I'm on board with that but there is still a limitation. And when you're already starting in the red and you have to make some of these moves to get into the green, it just makes it that much more harder to do major things on top of it. So like when you look at Devontae Adams, if the Packers want to bring back Devontae Adams, they've got to restructure about seven to 10 contracts just to free up the cap space to re-sign Devontae Adams, which means those seven to 10 contracts they just restructured, they can't restructure many more beyond that to free up enough money to bring in, another key free agent or resign uh, another guy so it does limit you in a certain extent when you have those cap problems and that I think is what Aaron Rodgers uh, is dealing with with Green Bay
1: All right, David, here's the problem, though, when we keep talking about salary cap manipulation, which everybody says is the easiest thing to do in the world. And granted, I mean, teams do it all the time, right? We're seeing it already in Green Bay with Kenny Clark and and, and others, Aaron Jones as well, and they've cleared up a bunch of room. Eventually, not only do you run out of options and how many guys you can do that for, but the other problem is as you're converting non-guaranteed base salary into guaranteed salary, at some point, right? You might be able to get away with it for a year. You might be able to get away with it maybe a second time. But at some point, when you have all of that guaranteed money, which was originally base salary money, you can't just lop off the contract. You've got to take dead money eventually. So while it helps in the short term, long term, I do think some of the salary cap manipulation creates problems. And that was one thing I actually Go figure. Agreed with Bruce Allen on which Mm -hmm. he almost refused to do that. Like guys that took guys that that wanted to stay, they took pay cuts. They didn't get the non-guaranteed base salary converted to guaranteed bonus so that they could spread it out over the cap because eventually you got to pay the piper, and that's one thing that we have to look out for. The other thing is, you know. Look, with Aaron Rodgers, if, I know he's disputing Diana Rossini's report on Friday morning um, about wanting $50 million per year, but right. okay, he might be disputing that. What does he want? Is he going to take what Tom Brady did and take half of the market value? Or is he disputing, hey, I don't want 50, but you're damn straight. I want to... Uh, you know, I want to make uh, $45 million a year. Well, okay. I mean, technically, that could be right. That could be what he wants. Mm-hmm. But is, is there that much of a difference between that? You know, so here we go with, well, th- this kind of like chicken or the egg type situation, running through reports, Diana Rossini okay. reports what she reports, Uh, Pat McAfee through Aaron Rodgers reports what he reports and nobody's going to exactly know the truth as we sit here. The one thing I think we, 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 we kind of now know, and this is what I want your reaction to is supposedly, according to Rossini, the Washington commanders are not on his list.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know why, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, if they, if they're not on the list, I don't know why they would be, but there's when you're in the position Aaron Rodgers is in, you kind of have to understand what it is you're – what What are the reasons you're doing what you're doing, right? And, and you figure for Aaron Rodgers, part of this is you want to be competitive, but the other part is legacy. And he can go on Pat he show all he wants, so he doesn't care what other people thinks. He cares what his legacy is, and he has his entire career uh, and all those things. When, when you look at a situation – so like Tampa Bay was a very popular target of conversation when, when this whole thing first started. The problem with following Tom Brady, if you're Aaron Rodgers, is if you win, you're winning with Tom Brady's team. If you lose, you couldn't do what Tom Brady did his first year in Tampa, which is win the Super Bowl with that team. And you kind of copy and paste that all across the National Football League and even with the Washington uh, Commanders. If you come in and you beat the Dallas Cowboys and you win the division at a minimum, okay, but you did it with a team that was 7-9 and nine the year before. There's a little bit of a, of a hooray, Aaron is the savior of the D.C. Commanders and all those things. But if you don't do it, like that's where the risk comes in. If you don't do it, if you don't come in and top Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, your legacy takes a major, major ding in, in the grand scheme of things. And for Aaron Rodgers, there is no Los Angeles Rams. There is no team that is on the cusp of being a championship caliber squad that is just needs to replace their Jared Goff with an Aaron Rodgers. And that is the problem. Matt Stafford going from Detroit to the Rams was an anomaly because that is a very rare circumstance. And there's no location like that for Aaron Rodgers. The only place he can go in where there's not somebody that's going to say, yeah, but if they win.
1: No, that's fair. Uh, that's more That's more than fair. I mean, I-, I guess we'll get some more answers this week, certainly with the combine kicking up and teams and people getting together over drinks and yeah. over meals and all that stuff. And maybe we'll find out by the end of this week what exactly is going to happen uh, to Aaron Rodgers. But for right now, at least, it appears that it won't include uh, the Washington football organization, the no. Washington Commanders, as they now want uh, to be called. We're going to get into the WUSA 9 Eric Flack report, uh, because I have a follow-up to that that we didn't get to share on the last episode because we had Eric on and we had so many other things uh, going on. But have you guys tried built Puffs? Well, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of the greatest inventions of all time. We know built Bars are awesome But built puffs are really, really, really good too. If you want a little bit of a different twist, you're gonna wanna try built puffs. Plus, they have really cool flavors like coconut marshmallow, also banana cream pie. Who doesn't love the taste of banana cream pie? Also, churro, that cinnamony flavor. Oh, so good. And they're still really healthy for you. As you know, built bars and built puffs are built to help fuel you. And not fuel you in a bad way, fuel you in a great way, low in calories, high in protein, uh, low in sugars, all of that stuff is so important if you're trying to eat right and you're trying to live right and you are going to be on the right path if you try the Built Bars or if you try the Built Puffs. Here's what we want you to do. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. Built Bars, Built Puffs, a combination of both. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for
2: 15% off at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
1: All right, thanks for making the Locked On Washington Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. Uh, make sure you're following Locked On NFL, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories all around the NFL Monday through Friday. In less than 30 minutes, it's available and free wherever. You get your podcast. Now, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Of course, you follow David on SI.com's Fan Nation and at DHarrison82. You can listen to me on Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980, the flagship station for the Washington Commanders. Uh, as well on the Odyssey app. And of course, follow the podcast at LO Commanders. All right, David, so let's get into it. We had Eric Flack on. He broke the news about the three locations in Virginia. We're not going to re-litigate over all of that stuff, but your reaction to what you heard, three locations in Virginia, clearly they are way out in front of D.C. and Maryland in a bid to secure the future home. But there's a lot of people that are unhappy Uh, not sure where you come in on this. Are you pro or anti NFL stadium and entertainment complex in Virginia right now, as we know what they're working on?
0: I mean, from a, from a selfish standpoint, I'm, I'm very much pro like one of those locations, Chris. I mean, you know, for, for those who aren't clear on this, I don't live in DC and I don't live right in the greater like DMV. Like when people say DMV, they typically mean like right there in that nucleus. It's not like all of Maryland, all of Virginia and all of DC. Well, all of DC is, but you know what I mean? That's not all DMV. Like if you live there in the bottom left-hand corner of Virginia and you say you're from the DMV, people who are from the DMV are probably going to kind of squint their eyes at you a little bit. Um, And I'm in, I'm not there, but I'm, I'm far enough out that I wouldn't say I live in the DMV. Um, So one of those locations, 45 minutes away from my house, Uh, The other location is is an hour and five minutes away from my house. So I am all on board for those two locations, especially if you're talking practice field, because I mean, you're talking mini camps, training camps, practice games. Perfect. Perfect. Chris. Dream come true for David Harrison. For the uh, team, uh,
1: so I knew you would be. I, I especially yeah. the Sterling location. Uh, yeah, Sterling is the best one. For listen, me I, I live I live in Northern Virginia. Okay, right. I do consider myself part of the DMV, right, even right. though I live roughly thirty four miles or so from the district border. Um, certainly, I would benefit much like you from Sterling, primarily, uh, and then basically Woodbridge and or Dumfries, the two other locations that Eric right. uh, outlined in the report. Here's one thing that I would say, everybody is going crazy up in arms. I mean, I got so many tweets when I tweeted a summary of Eric Flack's report from WUSA 9 and what it said, right? Yeah. One tweet, David, which was no opinion, no analysis, just a list of, hey, this is what they've done and this is what they've identified. Yeah. I got so many tweets to that right. one tweet and responses and probably 98 99% if not 100% were all negative. Yeah. Fans are up in arms they want nothing to do with the stadium in Virginia, right. certainly not in the two Prince William County locations. One thing I'll add, the Washington Commanders, sorry guys, don't they do not care what yeah. you think about traffic and how long it takes you to get to a game. They think you will come, and if you don't come, they will find people that live closer to the new stadium to come. And people that live in Fredericksburg and Stafford County and people that live south of Fredericksburg remember how they've tried to build the fan base by going to Richmond for training camp to draw from other areas of the Commonwealth. That's what they figure will happen if you don't want to come from D.C. If you don't want to come from Southern Maryland, that's on you. They care about the biggest sweetheart deal that they can. They care about the Commonwealth or the politicians that will get into bed with them and and sleep with them as often and as high quality as they possibly can get. That's yeah. what
0: they I get. mean. To be completely honest with you, Chris, the only fans that really have a huge gripe to that I would I would consider. I, I mean, every you know everybody's personal feelings are obviously relevant, but I mean, like Northern Maryland fans of the franchise, like I kind of feel for you because you're already traveling from Northern Maryland. Uh, down to Landover, not you know, not the shortest trip in the world, not the longest either, but not the shortest. And now you're potentially talking about uh, a trip that you're basically gonna have to do an overnighter uh, to right. go to go see a game. And and you know, look, fans across the world. I mean, Chris, we've got listeners in Japan, we've got listeners in in Florida, we've got listeners in California, in the state of Washington. Like this fan base is far and wide, and people will travel. And we already know that. Um, like you said, the team is looking for what's best for the team, and as many as many fans that are maybe Marylanders or DCers that will not travel to uh you know the western half of Virginia to see a game the people who live in the western half of Virginia who can't travel to landover right now are mm-hmm. going to take your seats so I mean I appreciate everybody's personal feelings but from a business aspect and I think everybody just kind of needs to keep things in perspective like you said it's not going to move the needle I mean the, the Carolina Panthers play in, in Charlotte and represent South Carolina as well if they were to move the South Carolina, North carolina North Carolinians. I don't know. I don't know what they call themselves. um, to complain about it. The yeah. Panthers would still say, cool, come see us in Charleston. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, so.
1: do, does anybody think the San Francisco 49ers gave one Rats, you know what? about moving to Santa Clara which is a 50 plus minute drive with mild or moderate traffic mm-hmm. from the you know from Old Candlestick Park from the city limits of San Francisco they didn't care one bit hey build me a stadium or i'm going to go elsewhere wherever who whoever and wherever builds me The stadium that I want with, again, the least amount of money that I have to put in, if you're Dan Snyder or whoever the owner ultimately is going to be of the team, if if something happens there, that's all they care about. They don't care about traffic. They don't care about congestion. Get it through the political system. Get it through whatever referendums. Finance it however you can finance it. Give me the best deal and we'll make it work. And that's that. All right. More on that, obviously, as news develops on that. David, real quickly, one thing we wanted to hit, ESPN put out a top 50 free agent fits, mm-hmm. and there's only one mention of the Washington Commanders. Number 13 on the list of available free agents is Brandon Sheriff, the two-time franchise free agent, and he's ticketed to and projected to go to the Carolina Panthers. You were just mentioning Carolina. Yep. Is this a problem or just perception that Washington just doesn't have the type of talent that everyone else would want.
0: I don't think it's even a talent thing. I think it's just the relationship. You know what I mean? And this is what happens when you franchise tag players. That's why the NFLPA fought so hard to make the franchise tag essentially become punitive in nature the more you did it is because it's viewed as as somewhat of an unfair deal to the player because, again, these guys don't have – you know they play careers where every single snap could be the end of your career. And Mm -hmm. so these guys need some security, and every employee – in every, in every, you know, market and every business wants a little bit of security for their family, and, and these players are, are no different. So, one year deal, you know, now it's guaranteed against injury. That wasn't a thing a couple of years ago. So, like the the players want more and more security, but they also want to have a little bit more and more control. Not quite as much as the NBA players are getting right now, but like we kind of see it gradually growing to where players have a little bit more say uh, into into what they're doing. No trade clauses. Tom Brady was like one of the first quarterbacks in the NFL to demand no trade clauses in every single one of his contracts so that uh, – and well, actually, and Tom actually also just for, for knowledge also has clauses in his contract that prohibit the team from franchise tagging him. And that's something that you might see become a trend with players moving forward as they actually put that language in their deals. Um, this, is, this is the whole point of it. And I go through this conversation with, with Buccaneers fans all the time. They say, you know what, just, just, tag, just tag Chris Godwin again for a second year. You have to understand that every time you tag a player, you're doing a a disservice to that player from a loyalty standpoint, and then you're going to come to the table and ask for loyalty from that same player. I think what this is is everybody basically assuming that Brandon Scherf's amount of loyalty to the team and to do any type of team-friendly arrangement is gone because of the franchise tags.
1: Yeah, I I, personally, I think think you're absolutely right, but I, I also think This was never a settlement, a deal that was going to get done any other way. I I mean, Brandon was here and Washington was here, even under previous management. Because remember, you know, Ron and his staff put the first franchise tag, but it was also because Bruce Allen and Eric Schaefer and I guess Jay Gruden to some degree, although a much lesser degree could not find a way to extend the contract so that you didn't have to get into a position like this. So something to keep in mind. Uh, And real quickly, there's just uh, in this ESPN piece, and we'll do more on this as time allows throughout the week. No top 50 free agent projected, (laughs) whatever that means, projected, targeted to Washington commanders. So you have that. But David, coming up next, we'll talk about a little uh, about Jimmy G and whether or not He's really available like we thought he was. Maybe he's not. That's next on the Locked On Commanders podcast.
0: Yeah, and and I'll tell you what, Chris, the games might be over, but football is never out of season. But basketball games are not only in season, but the games are actually being played in both college and pro hoops. And you can get all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, and where the next fired head coach is going to land in their career. BetOnline.net is your number one spot for all that and all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device and learn more about the trends and the action going on at BetOnline, where the game
2: starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
0: Final segment here to start off the week of the Locked On Commanders podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell. Find us on Twitter at Russellmania621, at D harrison 82 and at lo commanders. Also find Chris over the Team 980 Monday through Friday with Pete Medhurst on the Russell Medhurst Show. Find my work over at SI.com's Fan Nation covering your commanders looking for a new quarterback. We write about it. We talk about it three to five to six times a week. Chris, who is the new quarterback? And honestly, when you look at those like ESPN top 50 free agents, Look, free agents don't want to go to a team that don't have an answer at quarterback. To be to be perfectly and quite honest with you, unless maybe they are the quarterback that's going to be the answer. Uh, Especially your top fifty guys, they're looking for rings. So Washington needs to solve that answer or solve that question as soon as they can. Jimmy Garoppolo may be one of the best fits, maybe one of the best available, actually available, but. The cost, Chris, could be overinflated because it turns out the 49ers may not be convinced, surprise, surprise, may not be convinced that North Dakota State University star quarterback Trey Lance not quite ready to start in the National Football League.
1: Right. And if you're San Francisco, you got Jimmy Garoppolo under a one year deal at this point, David. You could still trade him if you want at the trade deadline. Now you're going to get less in return, obviously, especially at the quarterback position. But remember how he was first acquired by San Francisco. At the trade deadline from New England. So they know what that process is like. And they gave up a second round pick. So maybe, you know, you don't get a first round pick, but maybe you still get a second round pick depending on the situation. Uh, if you kind of go that way, if you're Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, but more importantly for Washington fans, right? Who don't really want Jimmy Garoppolo anyway. and, And I'm here to tell you, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than you guys all think he is. I'm not saying he's the savior. I'm not saying he's the answer. I'm not saying he's long-term. I'm not saying I would uh, start sizing him for a gold jacket and can't yet. Not saying any of that. But he's better than you think he is. That being said, David, if he – like we've all long presumed, oh, you can't pay a first-round pick for him. Well, what if you have to pay more than a first-round pick in order to get him? What if Kyle Shanahan said, you know what, I'm really not sure about turning the keys over to Trey Lance, which is what it seems now, which makes all the sense of the world. What if in order for me to part with Jimmy Garoppolo and kind of force Trey Lance, presumably with another veteran free agent quarterback, in order to do that, you're going to have to pay me a first round pick and a third round pick. Does that wipe out any possibility of Jimmy Garoppolo coming to
0: Washington or really any place that's desperate? Uh, it does for me, but again, I'm not a head coach and a general, a general manager sitting in a franchise that's having pressure. I mean, here's what we know about the Washington Commanders. They can't go to camp with Taylor Heineke as their, their clear-cut number one. Like If Taylor Heineke comes into training camp as the most experienced quarterback on this roster, there's going to be a lot of grumbling, there's going to be a lot of pressure, and there's going to be a lot of noise. And if that team comes out stumbling out of the gates the way they did last season, uh, the the figurative hot seat on, for Ron Rivera is going to get very warm. Very quickly. Now that, you know, media hot seats and fan base hot seats don't always match up with what the team and the ownership and and the team president guys like Jason Ryder actually thinking. But a lot of times, Chris, and you've seen this, the public pressure becomes internal pressure. So those are things that this team wants to avoid. I just whether whether Washington commanders take Jimmy Garoppolo or not. Uh, or or trade for him or not, and what the cost is going to be. I agree the cost could be elevated because of this fact. But this kills me about NFL franchises. And you go back to the Green Bay Packers, and we're talking about two teams in two two segments of this episode. Both of them have been to the NFC Championship game in the last two years. Both of them have spent a first-round pick on a replacement quarterback that is yet to play, and both of them have fallen short of making it to the Super Bowl. And you look at this, Chris, Trey Lance comes off the board with a third overall pick last year. Do the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl if they have Jamar Chase or if they have Jalen Waddell or if they have J.C. Horn? Like one of the big needs in San Francisco right now is a cornerback. If the Carolina Panthers don't get J.C. Horn, if the, if the San Francisco 49ers select J.C. Horn, I know that J.C. Horn got injured and was lost for the season. That happened with the Panthers. That may not happen with the 49ers. Patrick mm-hmm. Chertain is another player they could have gone out there and gotten. They could have had Micah Parsons. They could have had Rashawn Slater and bulk up that offensive line to keep Jimmy G from getting sacked in the first place. They could have had Jalen Phillips. There are so many players that this 49ers franchise skipped over in order to bring in the quarterback of the future. The future isn't here, but you know what you have? You have an NFC Championship game lost that could have been won. Could have, not guaranteed. If you use that, and the ESPN report, it kills me because at the end it says this is a team that is built to win now. If this is a team built to win now, why are you spending a first-round pick on a future quarterback. If I'm the 49ers, if you don't believe in Trey Lance, I I might look to trade Trey Lance, Chris. Mm. I mean, that would be a gutsy move, but People are kind of talking
1: about that with Jordan Love and Green Bay uh, Mm -hmm. as well. I think that's a really interesting point. We're going to have to obviously get into that uh, as the week goes along, along with all of the other NFL news, as it is Combine Week and NFL teams getting together over cocktails. You never know what might come out of Indianapolis. We'll cover it all for you. Thanks again, Commanders fans, for making us – The Locked On Commanders podcast, your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL draft to life each and every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available. Wherever you get your podcast We'll be back with another episode in short time If you want to hop in, please do so Via the voicemail line 301-615-3577 That's 301-615-3577 Or locked on Washington Commanders At gmail.com For David Harrison, again covering the Washington Commanders For SI.com's Fan Nation I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Hurst show On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app Again, if you're out and about, please be safe. Please be kind to one another. Don't try too fast. And thanks for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Hey,
2: Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.